Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, happy Tuesday to you as we are welcome back here at God's Playbook. Today we're studying Eucharistic prayer for masses and various needs, number two. Number one talked about unity. This Eucharistic prayer we're going to pray and learn about today is entitled, God Guides His Church Along the Way of Salvation. God Guides His Church Along the Way of Salvation. So here we begin, the priest prays these beautiful words. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. This first phrase is the exact same phrase that is used through all the Eucharistic prayer for Masses. Sorry. This phrase... This phrase is used in all four versions of the Eucharistic prayer and Masses for various needs. So it's the same words that we learned about yesterday, even in Eucharistic prayer for Masses and various needs, number one. Blessed indeed is your Son, present in our midst when we are gathered by his love, and when as once for the disciples, so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Again, if this sounds familiar to you, it is exactly what we learned about yesterday. The first paragraph is the same in all four of the prayers. Here's where it differs. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, the words as we prepare for the Holy Spirit to come down upon the gifts. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. The priest then raises Jesus, and we adore him. The priest then continues, In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The priest then lifts the precious blood of Jesus, and we honor and adore our Lord. He continues in the other prayers with the mystery of faith, and we give our proper response. He then continues in the Eucharistic prayer. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ your Son and our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. And we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Does this sound familiar? Yep, it's the exact same words that are used in Eucharistic prayer for masses and various needs. Number one, we continue. Look with favor on the oblation of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us and grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your son in whose body and blood we have communion. Again, same 
beautiful words that were used in Eucharistic prayer for masses and various needs. Number one. And so, having called us to your table, Lord, the priest continues, confirm us in unity so that together with Francis, our Pope, and our local bishop, whatever his name is, with all bishops, priests, and deacons, and your entire people, as we walk in your ways with faith and hope, we may strive to bring joy and trust into the world. So this is the paragraph that differs from the last one. So yes, being called one by one in unity in Christ, we always pray for our Holy Father, our local bishop, with bishops, priests, deacons, and your entire people. So we're praying for everyone, but that we will walk in your ways with faith and hope. This idea of God walking with us every day of our life, we are called to walk in faith with God and with others, to be their hope, pointing to the one who is our hope, Jesus Christ our Lord. We aren't to be Debbie Downers. Sorry for all the Debbies out there. You know, people are negative Nancys. Nancys, I'm not speaking of you, of course. But we don't want to be in the dumps. We want to be lifted up. We want to be instruments of hope for others so that we can bring joy and trust into the world. We want to be instruments of Christ. We are to become another Christ to bring joy, hope, and trust into the world that others may see God moving in us and thereby feel the presence of God in their lives too. The priest continues, Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Again, I won't spend much time on that. We studied that yesterday. Same words as the first Eucharistic prayer. But then, grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Then, like in the other prayers, the priest then lifts Jesus through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. And the people say, Amen. So similar to Eucharistic Prayer 1 in this section, but a little bit different in the sense that we are calling upon God in a very particular way to help us to bring joy, trust, and hope. Where in yesterday's prayer that we examined, the focus is on unity and how the Holy Spirit unifies us. So similar in language, but a little bit different. So let's continue to unpack for the next two days the last two Eucharistic prayers that are found in the Missal, and then I'll answer to say which of the Eucharistic prayers is my favorite, and I can't wait to hear yours too. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. Have an awesome day. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.